Wait, have you ever paid for a stock image? Have I ever paid for it? No, I've usually stolen something from uh, or, the internet. Or used one that is deliberately free. Oh, yeah, well, no, of course. And the Creative Commons license or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. like, I, of all the times I've had to use stock images, which I could probably count in one hand, uh, I don't think anyone has chased me up and said, hey, you didn't pay for that. Yeah. But also, I would be, I'd be interested into like who these companies are who are like taking these shots and be like, yeah, you know what we need? We need a shot of a topless man behind some weird stained glass. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. And how, like, what are you searching to find that image? We need a man laughing while holding a sandwich. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's like, there's a whole world of, in fact, there's, I'm sure there's a Twitter of like best stock images. And some of them are just crackers. So weird. This is the other weird thing is that once you've seen a, a, f- a few, as you will over the course of your life, you start recognizing some of the stock image models. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. You see, you see repeats. They've got storylines. You can see their life develop. It's probably a quite an interesting industry to work in. I'd love to meet someone who is like a, a stock image model. <gasps> what a great job description that would be. You know what? We're on it. Seesaw Parade <laughs> spin-off podcast where we interview people from slightly <laughs> unusual careers. Okay. Well, uh, I'm up for that. But, uh, do you know, just so I'm just talking about stock images and I was going to suggest we could start up our own one. Yeah. Because this week... You know, remember that time I bought a skateboard and never used it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've now bought a camera. So we'll see. Oh, you <laughs> we'll actually bought one. Goes. Congrats. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's a Canon. Yeah. Uh, and it looks I've good. I've got one of them too. It's going to be for my kind of ongoing, please somebody give me money and I'll do videos for you. Yeah. Invest in the infrastructure. I'm open to offers. If people want certain types of videos, I can I can fill that box. He'll, I can, do, he'll do anything can plug for that you. Hole. Anything. <laughs> he'll plug that hole for you. You just ask him and give him a wee bit of money. He'll plug it right up. Yeah. Do you remember that time I bought a skateboard? That's over two years ago now. I'm pretty sure we podcasted it. We did. Well, I mean, it's, it's funny though. The skateboard still is in my flat, but I don't use it. My flatmate uses it every day to get to work. And he's so I good see. at it. That's good. And it's so annoying because, like, I tried on numerous occasions to be good, like to get to get good at it, mm-hmm. and just it wasn't for the for the one of trying. I just couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't get it. You're not coordinated enough. I'm not coordinated. I don't think I've got very good balance. You're too top heavy. Yeah, that's it too. Yeah, definitely. I'm just too top heavy. And not yeah. nothing to do with like balance or coordination or anything. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think it's maybe a slight problem with skateboarding. I don't like going that fast because I'm worried I'm going to fall off and it's going to hurt. Yeah. I think to be properly good at the old skateboards, you have to be not scared of falling. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to have no fear at all because that's kind of the main thing. Like, to get better at skateboarding, you fall off and then you learn how to do it without falling off. Yeah. So, yeah. Skateboards. There's life tips. Did not go so well. Let's see how this camera goes. We can use the skateboard as a prop in our stock image business, though. That's a good idea. Well, the skateboard's kind of knackered, to be honest. Like, the, the wheels are Perfect. the verge of falling off. It looks well used. Well worn. What we could do, in fact, let's combine all that and create a stock image company taking pictures of people for, for a skateboard. falling off skateboards. <gasps> and, you, and then being like, well, well, look, because the skateboard's just in such bad condition. That's why they fell off it. Yeah, so you need a new skateboard. Exactly. Okay. That's a very specific stock image company. I'm not sure how profitable it would be.
Okay, okay, episode 147. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, uh, as I talk about the podcast, let's not actually do the podcast. Okay. Just, just talk about get, it. Let's talk about it for a while. Well, the one thing I would say is that we're coming up to episode 150. Ooh, uh, big number. Which I think, now you may have to correct me here, I think this will be four years because it can't be, there's no way it's three years because if it was nope. three years, that means we've done like one a week. There's no chance. No, this is coming up to four years. Goodness sake, four years of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's my Time for a hard reboot. <laughs> we'll recast, we'll recast us. Uh, playing James McDonald is Colin Stone and playing Perfect. Colin Stone is Colin's mum. Oh man, I'd listen to that podcast. I would not listen to that podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well you never yeah, know. So we record every episode in Gaelic. We do have, we do have some reboots. Yeah, we could like subtitle it and uh, redub yeah. it. <laughs> We've got, uh, yeah, episode one fifty coming up. So we have to think. We have to do something. We have to think of something. Let's have a live guest since that's like a rare occurrence. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we we also didn't do an episode in Lewis. I'm very sorry, everybody. We didn't. We uh, didn't have time. Colin was too busy making music for people. To be honest, I did say, hey, let's do it this day. And you're like, no, I don't feel well. On the day we were leaving. <laughs> and it turns out that was a real good call because, well, I didn't leave anyway because we were so late. Yeah. Do, do we tell people about this? Oh, a cat got stuck in our ceiling and we we couldn't get it back. And then the ferry ignored our calls to wait for us. So it long left story three minutes short. early and we got stuck on an island. Yeah. Long story short. That is the long story short. James, no, but you didn't give all the context. So James and... I think that's uh, all the context required. Okay. Basically, you <laughs> and the cat were meant to come with us and the cat got stuck in the loft and couldn't come. So therefore it was just me and my brother. Yeah. And uh, that's basically it. It was a great story. I want one for the ages. If only I'd vlogged it, I could have gotten at least 100 views. <laughs> yeah, so apologies we didn't do one, but welcome one and all to the show. I'm Colin and he is James. Indeed I am. And uh, yeah, this week we are kind of catching up on a lot of stuff we've missed over the last few weeks, which is basically no different to any other episode. So yeah, let's start with Hard Reboots <laughs> and Pirates of the Caribbean now. James, this is a... Everyone's favourite franchise that saved Disney from becoming a bankrupt company and yeah. instead take over the world. Let's let's get a bit of context here. So, obviously, Pirates of the Caribbean, there's been five movies. The first one's unquestionably the best one. Second Un- and third... Unquestionably a good movie. Oh, absolutely. Second and third ones are uh, still quite yeah, good fun. They're all right. Fourth and fifth, I think, are pretty bad. Yeah. And now, Disney are planning a full reboot without Johnny Depp. Yeah. James, what do you think of this? That's one way to make a series not popular, is to get rid of the only reason it was popular. Well, yeah. I mean, not the only reason. I guess the skeletons were cool too, and the writing was pretty interesting. But I think the whole reason it came together was because Johnny Depp was being so weird, and they just let him do it, and it changed the whole feel of the film. Well, I didn't realise, actually, on the first film, he was like doing his whole captain jack sparrow thing and all the executives were like what on earth is johnny depp yeah, doing they hated it they're like this is he's gonna ruin the film is he trying to be gay or drunk or both like who knows but yeah. actually obviously it went super well and now they've made became a, became a meme several billion yeah that being said hard reboot mr depp is not the most popular man in the world right now no probably not worth trying to reboot a franchise with him either so just try not to reboot the franchise Granted, it, like in terms of things that are getting rebooted, this is pretty old. Yeah, like the first film you know, I think was five in two thousand and three, maybe. Yeah, it was when I was a kid. Still not old enough, I think, to get a reboot, but it's better than Spider Man getting three reboots. That's very true. The one thing I'd say is for this, and you're you're right. Like he is obviously the most iconic, most popular character of this franchise. Yeah. So I could name like 
four other characters, maybe. And two of them are have not been in the last two films anyway. Do you count the name The Monkey as a character name? No, The Monkey is not a character in, in parts of the character. Right. The one, four or five characters, then. The one thing... Uh, I'd say is that I think they're they're talking to the writers of Deadpool, which I think is that's the thing Reese and Paul Wernick to take over the project. So that would be interesting. That's yeah. the one thing that, having read this story, I'm thinking, well, maybe there's something more to this because if they get them to do it, I'm not saying that oh, just because you give it to the Deadpool writers, it's going to be great. It's certainly more yeah promising than just that. Oh yeah, we're just going to reboot this film with nobody from the existing franchise in it yeah but look at also disney's like recent past of giving films to talented people and then just not letting them be talented yeah but also you discuss spider-man there the issue they have is that if you can reboot spider-man it's fine because literally anybody can play the role of spider-man i could do it you could do it i mean you might be like slow and you know Hi. not be able to do much other than I'm, I'm rapid okay other than like do computer things but yeah i, I suppose you feel fulfill like the nerd part of spider sorry that's really hard <laughs> i can take pictures uh right the problem is spider-man obviously is the draw spider-man is the draw of that film doesn't matter who's playing it yeah pirates of the caribbean why would you go see a film with nobody yeah. you know and no characters you know in it it wasn't the Pirates of the Caribbean that we watched it for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're watching it for Jack Sparrow because he's the well, entertaining character. I don't remember why I watched it the first time because I thought the tra- I, I thought the trailer looked very different to what the film was in the end of the day. I thought the trailer made it look quite scary and I don't like scary films. They just, they just don't tickle well, me. I agree entirely. And actually there were bits of that first film that I used to like... Be scared of. Look, look away from the screen because I thought it was too gruesome <laughs> for me. <laughs> Bear in mind I was like 12, so... I mean, come on. But yeah, this is a this is a big risk, as you say, because they don't have any real draw for people to watch this. That's why the most recent ones haven't been popular. There's no draw anymore, and Disney really do seem to be just controlling all the directors and writers that they get, and they end up producing generic content. So it won't last long if it if it is as bad as it might be. Right. Okay. Well, I think we should uh, should we just leave that one for the time being and move on? Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it when they fire these writers and hire some new ones. Yeah. Okay, that's very true. Let's go on to Avatar. Now, talking of films which came out when we were kids, uh, James Cameron's Return to Pandora has a new name, as do the other three films he's filming at the same time. So, if you didn't know this, Avatar obviously being the most highest grossing film ever... Yeah, he has now come back, James Cameron and some of the original cast, going back mm-hmm. to film Avatar two, yep. Avatar three, yep. Avatar four, mm-hmm. and Avatar five, all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, which sounds to me like it just a, a total disaster. Yeah, but okay, he's that's what he wants to do. He's going to do it. So they have films. The, these films, the the four sequels, all have names. Let's go through them one at a time. Uh, Avatar two is now called Avatar: The Way of Water. Yeah, trying to get some Oscar Oscar advertising from that one so avatar the shape of water yeah avatar 3 it's called the seed bearer (laughs) which just is dirty Uh, that sounds like a porno yep seed bearer bearer. seed bearer okay yep avatar (laughs) i got nothing to say it's just so funny Rated 18. Avatar 4 is the Tolkien Raider. just stole that from Star Wars. There's Tusken Raiders and stuff. You just changed the letter. <laughs> and Avatar 5, the quest, quest for, for Ewa. Ewa? <laughs> like, so I'm looking at these, and I don't know about you, but these are some really terrible titles. Can you name me a, a good film that starts with the quest for? 
No, I can't. I, yeah, I don't think yeah, of any. I can't yeah. think of anything which has the quest for it other than the old uh, kids TV show Johnny Quest, which was a great show if you were nine or ten. But this to me, like, why would you? First of all, why would so you name cheap. the films it's so bad and so cheap? I know. Like, who has come up with these names and said, you know what? Yeah, the Seed Bearer is a great name for a film. Someone probably got paid like a hundred grand to name these films. <laughs> and also, well, you're right. The, the other problem is if you're announcing four films like and you're shooting them all right now that does not take into account the box office results of the second one or the critical response of the second one or what happens to the third one and all this so they're meant to be coming out 2020 2021 then 2024 2025 so they're shooting a film right now which is not coming out for another seven years yeah, I mean, I like that they're putting a lot of effort in. These things do. like Because the last one did look incredible the whole time, and apparently they're going for new tech again, new like underwater yeah. tech that they're experimenting with. And they'll probably experiment in all the films and then use that tech to sell and make lots of money off the stuff that they've discovered. Yeah, the only thing I can think of that, you know, why they'd be filming four films at the same time is because the cast involves a lot of young actors and actresses and I think they want to have them all at the same age, like, through the films. Yeah, which... but they CG them all the whole time. Yeah, they're all blue things. Like, who cares? Yeah, so... Oh, man. Seed Bear, I don't even get. It was, it was Tolkien's. I don't think they were ever a thing. I think Ewa. Ewa? Ewa. It's like... However it's like... they pronounced it, that was, like, the spiritual force. It was, like, the force. It, it was the thing he ripped. It was midichlorians. Yeah, it's like the, it was, like, the force, essentially. <laughs> and Sigourney Weaver's in these. I thought she died in the first one. She did, but obviously she's back. She's she's apparently said she told the Hollywood Reporter they'd finished shooting two and three, and were about to start doing four and five. This is so confusing. This I is, just oh. I'm I'm really confused by this whole thing. Is besides the fact that the names are terrible, <laughs> I don't understand why you shit all four at the same time. I think that's just rife with problems. But I'm not James Cameron. He's obviously got much track better track record than I do. Yeah, he has made one of these films, and we've made none of them. So <laughs> exactly, he made one of them, and it also turned out to be the most highest grossing film of all time yeah uh but i just don't understand why you'd call a film <laughs> seed bearer it's just like the first the film had a weird oh, man. sex scene Ooh. i don't know if you remember that one they did that was weird i forgot about that the full film was pretty weird let's be honest i actually liked that first film it's a fun watch yeah it's a good film and it looked, like on, on, on big screen like 3d as well it was like one of the only 3d films i've enjoyed apart from that sex scene yeah i mean yeah all, all 3d films since have just been like well that was cheap and bad <laughs> okay fair enough right let's move on shall we yeah enough avatar enough blue things for today let's go on to the meg mm-hmm. now did you see the Meg? I never did see it. Okay. I, I do want to, though, still to this day. I don't know, it's one of the few films I want to see. Uh, I don't know if you do, actually. Anyway, if you didn't see it, it was Jason Statham punching a Megalodon. Exactly. It sounds awful. I want to see it. It was one of these ones which was like so bad it was okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say good. It wasn't good. But oh. it was obviously good enough that half a billion dollars worth of custom it made. That was a weird sentence. Uh, that works. And now they're going for a sequel, which... Yay! Are they going to call it the Megger? <laughs> the even Megger. Even Megger than the last one. Uh, again, I'm just not... I don't care about this. Like, the first one, <laughs> I know it made a lot of money. It was it overseas money or was it, like, um, America money? I think it was a combination of, of both, actually. I think it did, it did pretty decent business everywhere. I had a, a big chunk of Chinese backing, which is why a decent chunk of the film was also in Mandarin. Yeah. And they had some Chinese actresses. Yeah. But and, the, and the next one's also being backed by the same... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I just don't. I mean, they killed. They, they literally. I'm sorry. Spoiler. They spoiler blew alert. up the shark. Yeah. Ooh. How about that? So how are you meant to resurrect him? It was I'm actually Jason I mean, Statham. He punched it so hard it blew up. <laughs> it, was, it was not that classic anime style. They just switched to anime for the last 15 minutes. Uh, no, but I'm presuming they'll just do what like Pacific Rim did with its sequel. And they're like, yay, we saved the day in the last one. Oh, wait, there's this other area we completely forgot <laughs> yeah. about. Oh, oh wait, that they're, shark they're was back. actually just bait for even bigger sharks. Exactly, Ooh. yeah. But I'm, I, just, I just don't care. Like, we all know how the sequel's going to go. There is no... There's nothing new. There's nothing exciting. There's no, like, oh, wait, Jason Statham got eight within the first five minutes. Well, I hope he does. Um, but He won't. What they're going to do is they're going to either mind control or make a fully, a fully functional... A robot shark because he can't one up exploding a shark unless you want to make it a shark 1v1 unless you have like the megalodon controlling the nuclear launch codes it, jason statham has to has to be piloting the nuclear shark that takes down the other shark that's that's going to be the finale like how much bigger can you go because in this one they've already brought back this prehistoric shark so i'm presuming the sequel they're not going to be like oh yeah there's another megalodon it's not uh, quite yeah. as big as the first one it's, it's like it's it's baby you know, it's not that big. No, they, well, what, maybe they're going to be like, oh, and this one's that one's mother. And it's oh, so much bigger because sharks never stop growing. So what are, they meant to, what are they meant to do for the third one? Just be like, oh, sorry, this is his granddad. <laughs> yeah, this is grandpappy shark. <laughs> so, he's, a, but he's bigger and badder. This is, exa- this is the perfect time to insert the baby shark song, but uh, I'm not going to do it. No. So, yeah, so daddy shark, then granddaddy shark, then they're all going to run away. Then they're going to be safe at last. And then they're going to do the Star Wars crossover event. Oh, man. Sorry. Did you understand any of those references I made there? No. Okay. Those are the verses of Baby Shark. I, I, I thought so. Okay. Thanks. It's always good when I have to explain a joke. But yeah, yeah. I think this is a, a terrible idea and I hope it never happens. Uh, Bad Boys 3, though, is happening. Yay. James, any thoughts on this at all? It's uh, Will Smith and his uh, co-star, whose name Are I don't they, Is it going to be like a their old, now gritty reboot things or gritty continuation? Like... The, they were young once, but now they're the they're the nearing retirement police, and they're going to do their police job better than the new young bucks. Right. Well, it's so yeah, it's Will Smith and, and Martin Lawrence. So I have never seen the originals. <gasps> uh, Colin, I just know they're ref- they referenced a lot in Hot Fuzz and other films. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I should probably see them. But you know, if the the, the second one came out in what the early two thousands, mm-hmm. so and Will Smith is like early fifties at this point. Yeah. So I presume. It'll be like, coming out of retirement for one last hurrah. Yeah. Oh, we're one day away to from... To be bad boys. Yeah. They're going to be bad boys. Despite the fact they're now old enough to be granddads. Bad grandpappies. They already did bad grandpa and it was terrible. <laughs> they did. It was. Again, though, who's coming back to this? And Sorry, on a related note, I saw they were talking about doing a Gladiator 2 as well. What? Who's coming back? Exactly. Like, who's coming to these films being like, you know what? This film was successful nearly 20 years ago. Let's do a sequel. Well, it works every time. But no, but no it doesn't. And they all make money. Well, they make money, but they're not good films. Yeah, but they make money. It's not about being good, it's about making money. Ugh, yeah, but where's the integrity in that, James? There isn't any. Surprise. Tell me tell me something I don't know. Okay, let's move <laughs> on again. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Sorry, this is really a film glut uh, of news. Kevin Feige has confirmed, officially, to the surprise of nobody, oh, wait, no. the film is on hold. <gasps> I'm surprised. Yeah, um... This, yeah, I think we all kind of knew it, but it was never actually confirmed. Yeah. And that's it. So it's been put on hold yeah. indefinitely, and there's a chance it might never happen again, nah. which I think is a real shame. Nah, I know why it's on hold. It's not on hold because they don't have a director. 
that's easy peasy it's not on hold because they don't have a story that's again easy peasy what they're doing is they're trying to find someone who can beef up to the size of batista so they can recast <laughs> him and that's going to take like five years of hard training maybe to be batista-esque and then they'll do the they'll do the shoot for the third one yeah so obviously as we've we've touched on the story multiple times Guardians 3 was meant to be the first film to kick off Phase 4 and now it's just not happening, being replaced by Doctor Strange 2, which is a wee bit more underwhelming, I think. Man, those characters were so underused in Infinity War. That's all they were. The only other thing that Kevin Feige said is that we will be getting an Avengers 4 trailer before the end of the year. Can't wait. It's going to be as good as the last one. Okay, talking of uh, Marvel, of course, this is our weekly Marvel spot. Luke Cage got cancelled. Oh, no. I loved that show. Well, so... So did two other people. I'm a wee bit sad about this. So Iron Fist got cancelled and we were both quite happy about that. Luke Cage has now been cancelled, though. I'm not so happy about that. Nah, they both showed promise. They were developing, but it was clearly just developing too slow for people. Right, well, as much as I thought that both the first and second seasons of Luke Cage had problems, I thought they were still good, enjoyable shows. Especially first half of season one. First half of season one is excellent. Yeah. And there were aspects of season two which I enjoyed. I enjoyed, I enjoyed some of it, yeah. But now it's been chucked on the scrap yeah. heap and that's it. Yeah. So I'm presuming we will still see Luke Cage around at some point. But in terms of a standalone show and the threads that they left dangling, that's it. So here's a thing. Then I don't think it's going to happen because that would be wishful thinking. Okay. In the comics, classically, Luke Cage and the Iron Fist are a team themselves. Heroes for Hire. Heroes for Hire. They've just cancelled both of those individual shows within a couple of weeks of each other. Maybe they'll try and consolidate the viewership and go for one big hurrah for the characters and see if it can make a good show. Right. Well, because that could be good. That's what the characters are there for. They don't. Neither of them is interesting enough to carry their own show. We've learned that. Yeah. Combined, possibly they could. That's true. That being said, though, I think Luke Cage was in a very different position to Iron Fist. That being said, I've not seen Iron Fist season two yet. It's still on my list because uh, I've started Daredevil it, season three. It was a much, it was an improvement from season one. I will. Now the one thing I've I've read here is that it's probably to do with the viewership. In that, the viewership between season one and season two for both shows dropped off a cliff plummeted yeah yeah but that's what happens if you make a bad season netflix say basically your first week is where you get most of your views after that it just kind of goes down to like a background level yeah and so yeah netflix will never really reveal their own data but you have other companies who kind of do the same and they've said yeah these felt dropped massively whereas daredevil season two didn't suffer much of a drop but the season three this most recent one has so maybe that's the end of Daredevil 2. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I probably think it is. I reckon that people have gotten a bit tired of the blandness of the Marvel TV stuff. They kind of all have stopped being interested. you watched season three yet? I've started it, and so far I'm interested. Right. But yeah, I'm not I'm not overwhelmed. It's not amazing yet. We'll, we'll okay. see. Well, I've yeah, I've watched the first episode. I was kind of like, well, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not going to rush out to see the second one, but... Still another twelve episodes to go. I'd be I'd be quite happy for the Marvel Netflix TV stuff to come to a close. The thing is, it's going to because Disney's streaming service, Disney Play, is coming next year, and oh, so all the a dumb name for a streaming service. Well, what else would you going to call well, it? Disney Google's Stream. already got Google Play, right? You don't want to just name your thing the same as another Google thing. Just give it an individual, unique name. Okay. Well, you can tell them that, and maybe they'll change it. Uh, but yeah, I don't think once that's up and running. All the Marvel stuff's just going to go over there anyway. Yeah. So maybe they do have to wrap it up. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get reboots of all these characters 
Um, I just want, you know, we finished this season of um, Daredevil, finished the season of Jessica Jones, one more Defenders, maybe with a Heroes for Hire chucked in the mix. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, before we get on some uh, actual news, a couple of bits uh, of more movie stuff. Boba Fett, the Star Wars spinoff, has been cancelled. Oh, no. Yay. James, go. Like, they started making a The Mandalorian TV series, so... Yeah. They don't want to make two things based around a Mandalorian. That's all. What is a Mandalorian? It's the kind. It's where it's where Boba Fett's from. It's the kind of oh. and it describes his armor. It's a very particular kind of armor, a Mandalorian armor. Um. So they've got a conflicting TV series and film thing, and they're going to prioritize the TV series because they probably just don't think they can market two different things that feel the same. Also, it sounds like you're saying like a girl's name. Like, yeah, I'm dating this new girl. She's called Amanda Lorian. Amanda Lorian. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great name for a potential fake girlfriend. Yeah, I'll tell my mum and dad that. <laughs> hey, mum and dad. I'm going to I'm, I'm seeing Amanda Lorian uh, today. She has a moustache. <laughs> that was terrible. Okay. <laughs> that was just so bad. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> the, the, the Disney Star Wars um, spin-off films have not been performing well. Because they're not great. Because nobody cares. Uh, so I think, well, because they aren't brave. They don't make a brave film. Rogue One was like relatively brave at the end, but most of it wasn't. They don't. They haven't made anything interesting or brave. So nobody cares. So nobody watches them. And then they're not going to make so many anymore. Just please make an Obi Wan one. He's cool. I want him. I want a film with him. What about Obi Wan two? Uh, are you thinking R two D two? Okay, never mind. Last but not least, Deadpool two is being re released. As a PG thirteen, yeah, uh, in December, yeah, and they've shot new scenes for it. Mm-hmm. So this is so that they can hit the market, which they previously couldn't because they were too bloody and too violent. I mean, uh, now you can let your kiddies go and enjoy Deadpool uh, with less slash no swearing mm-hmm. and no blood and guts. What do we think about this? It's, it seems like an easy way to make money if you've got most of a film done already, and you just need to do some re-recording of the audio and a couple of new shots sure free money because the film was popular so all the kids want to see it so all the kids will go and see it yeah is it not a bit cynical though is it not a bit like yep here's a chance to make even more money yeah but they will do it for the money again no integrity in the industry (sighs) yay yeah okay well fair enough but i I understand the, the fact that these you know franchises these uh characters have a limited span in terms of well actually no no they don't no they don't you can just reboot things and they will continue to make money forever mm-hmm. and nobody will try anything new ah mm-hmm. james what's ha- what's happened to the world uh, it just carried on being the same as it always has been and then we got okay. surprised by that also russia russia happened to the world they got their fingers in all the pies let's talk some reviews before we get on some actual real-life news that matters to people and not just yeah uh, let's do a tiny little segment of important stuff at the end Perfect. Right, so I have seen Venom at last, oh, and also a simple favor, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Let's. What, what, what would you hear first? Let's go for Venom first, please, sir. Okay, Venom first. So you obviously talked about kind of wanting to go and see it, but then you saw the reviews and thought, no, no, nah, can't be bothered anymore. It's not even going to be so bad. It's good. Yeah, yeah. So I saw the reviews and thought, I'm still going to go see it anyway, and I wish I didn't. Yep. It's bad. It's a bad film. Mm-hmm. The only redeeming aspect is Tom Hardy and his performance is quite funny. Oh, interesting. And in that he he he's just having he's obviously just having a great time. Yeah. But the the film is 
it's like blinking you miss it kind of scenes. They'll be like, oh, wait, oh, I'm leaving you. Oh, you just got fired from your job. Oh, you're just being, oh, your girlfriend's just been fired. Beep, 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 oh, no wait, pauses. now there's, a, there's an alien. Yeah. Like, it's just, it. there's no time for any of the scenes to breathe. The characters have wildly varying motivations, which aren't really explained. And the bad guy, Riz Ahmed, is terrible. Mm-hmm. He's, oh, and the, like, just the film as a whole is just... I know there is a certain aspect of, right, you have to leave your brain at the door here, but Venom takes it to a new level. Yeah, which is a shame and... because Mr. Hardy was very excited for the film. Oh, yeah. Very, very excited. So it must have just got destroyed from what the plan was. The plan got demolished. And also, it's it's rated 15. I don't understand why, because there was nothing in it. There was no, like, Deadpool levels of violence or gore or swearing. Uh, it, I just, I didn't understand why it's a 15. And I thought if you're going to go for that kind of 15 rating, at least make it worth it. Yeah. If you're going to lose the audience of the like young teen. The kiddies. Then, yeah. You got to, you got to make it worth it somehow. Maybe he said two, two F words, Colin. Maybe he said two. I think maybe, I mean, it's a PG-13 in the States. Uh, so I don't really know why it's a 15 here. Oh but man, we, we, we beat the States out on the old censorship for the young ones thing. Indeed. That's impressive. I think it's because they want to keep Tom Hardy and Venom kind of kiddie friendly for a potential meet up with Spider Man, yeah. which makes me sigh a little bit. Is like right, okay, so you've you've based this entire like editorial decision behind the fact that you might make more money. Imagine, I sense a theme here, James. I, I also am feeling like there is a pattern. Ah, uh, right, yeah, and then also saw a simple favor, which is from Paul Feig, Feig, the guy who did Bridesmaids. That dude, I don't know how to say his name, but, um, yeah, he. Obviously, has taken a lot of slack for um, Ghostbusters, his most recent <laughs> high-profile outing. This is also kind of female leads, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. It's so much fun. Oh. And it's a real shame that actually it's now out of cinemas, because if it was still in, I would tell you to go and see it. It's great. It's funny. It's like a, it's like a thriller with aspects of just a flat-out comedy in it. Okay. It's really, really good. I really liked it. And again, like a little, the ending's a wee bit daft, but yeah, the whole film I thought was great. I had a fab time watching it and would absolutely recommend it. In terms of like favourite films, maybe not best films I've seen this year, but in terms of favourite films, that's up there. Absolutely for this year. Yeah, nice. What have you seen, James? I don't, I don't really remember. I probably watched some more episodes of different animes here and there. They're good, they're good TV. I feel... Like I watched more real TV than Daredevil. I watched a couple episodes of Daredevil, as I said, and they were like, "All right." I just can't remember, Colin. I should have written it down. Do it's like what? I, it's like I forget to plan that we've got a podcast and to keep note of what I do. Do you know House of Cards is now out? Oh, it is, and so is um, something else that I've just forgotten. As I thought of it right then, House of Cards is out. They just they released everything on the sly right now. I've missed them all. They did well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't think they wanted to release that one with too much pomp and circumstance. No, but like the even new Sabrina. Horror is out as well. Yeah, Sabrina's out. Like, Daredevil snuck up on me. Because we talked about it, and I forgot to mention that it was coming out. And then it was was there there the next day. I was like, oh, I can watch it right now. And also, other movies, Bohemian Rhapsody's now out, which I'm going to go see. Oh, yeah. And First Man, which is the Ryan Gosling going to the moon. Yeah, and I've heard great things. And the the one I'm most excited for, Steve McQueen's Widows, which is out on Tuesday. (gasps) And it, it just, it looks phenomenal. And reviews have been phenomenal. I'm very excited to go see that. I haven't seen anything. I probably won't see any of those. 
that's just how it works. I go, I'd like to see that, and then I just don't. I feel the review section more and more just becomes me. I mean, not that this is like changing the routine of a, a lifetime, but it just becomes me talking about things I've done. I mean, this is your time to talk, though. You ask me a whole bunch of questions for the whole thing, and I try to have opinions on them, and then you get your chance to shine in the review section. Right, okay, let's go into some uh, some much darker news then, shall we? Uh, talking of the ongoing story of Jamal Khashoggi, uh, the Washington Post journalist, who now, the Saudis say, was strangled as soon as he entered mm-hmm. the consulate in Turkey. So if you've not been following this story, Khashoggi was, um, he's obviously, he's been a very high-profile critic, or was a high-profile critic of the Saudi government, and uh, was not in the country, went into the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, where apparently he was strangled, dismembered, and then his body destroyed. Yeah. Now that is, that's the first official confirmation. That's actually from the city's chief prosecutor. Yeah, so a chief prosecutor in... Uh, Turkey. Whereas has, the Saudis previ- previously said Khashoggi died in a fight. Yeah, he started a fight with the, with the whole consulate. He wanted to one-man them all. And then they uh, said his uh, his body, intact, was wrapped up in a rug and disposed of by an unidentified local collaborator. Yeah. this. I mean, this story just gets worse and worse. And the thing I notice, I think the rest of the world is noticing, the Saudis seem determined to keep what actually happened secret well they seem like they're going to keep it a secret and everyone else seems to be underplaying what actually happened because if i remember correctly the initial reports were filled with um talk about him people being able to hear his screaming right well yeah and, and also the turks said they had recording yeah if he got str- strangled to death i don't imagine he screamed when he was being dismembered because he would be dead so I think there's something, something is a bit shifty, and I'm not sure what. But yeah, the Saudis covering up big time, and everyone else being a bit suspicious. The, the fact is, somebody knows what happened. I'm sure multiple people know what happened here. I'm sure the Saudi consulate has cameras everywhere. Oh, yeah. So why can we not just, can someone not just say, oh yeah, this is actually what happened? I'm assuming because it will make the Saudis look horrendous. Yeah, and we want we want them to keep giving us their oil. But uh, the thing is, he was killed over a month ago. It was October 2nd. Yeah. And we're still trying to be like, oh yeah, he, he, he had a fight and then he screamed, but maybe he didn't scream and then he was strangled and dismembered and somebody put him in acid. Yeah. That's that's probably the worst bit that's, that's come out in the last few days. People suggesting his body was destroyed. You're like, well, how can you destroy him without actually taking his body out the consulate? Yeah, you, you like, well, bath him. Breaking Bad. Ugh. Yeah. That's just that's just nasty. Yeah, and we don't know why. He was he was going to be reporting on something. He was there for a reason. And, you know, something's got to be done about this. But let's, uh, let's assume nothing will be. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, should we talk about Brexit now before we start to wrap up oh yeah let's talk about another atrocity yeah, yeah. aaron banks who is the uh, under criminal investigation now if you didn't know the name a uh, billionaire who gave the biggest political donations i think in british history i think he's also technically to... a billionaire i'm not sure he's actually got that much money okay well he's very very rich yeah and uh, he gave multi-million pound donations to leave.eu and also to the better for the country campaign mm-hmm. you're talking 10 million, uh, yeah, 4 million for yeah. another one. Like, not, not uh, small amounts of money we're talking here. Yeah. He's now under investigation as they try and kind of figure out where this money actually came from. 
because officials sus- suspect the funds have actually come from uh, foreign lands, from the from foreign from overseas, lands. from meddlers from overseas. I wonder who. Why is why is this bad? Would put so much money into destabilizing a country. Uh, is is that why it's bad? Well, yeah, because someone put money into destabilizing a country. If a foreign government and one that isn't classically good, let's hypothetically say. Can we call them Tusha? Let's call them Shusha because it's a secret. Shusha. Oh yeah, yeah Shusha. So okay. Shusha. Shusha. Let's is. just hypothetically say that Shusha wants to destabilize their enemies as they see. Yeah. Well, they're going to try and get it done internally. So they're going to take advantage of voting systems and democracy to do so. So they're going to invest heavily in any vote that aligns with their view and what they want to happen. So if they want the UK to be weaker... They want they want the UK to be out of Europe, so they put the UK out of Europe by investing a whole lot of money into people who can be bribed to give the money to the campaigns. I don't understand why it's taken me 147 episodes. Maybe it's just this episode was very much about like money and people using money and and this. Obviously, Aaron Banks did not say at any point be like, actually, you know what? No, I do not want any shushing interference in this very British election. Yeah. No, of course. How could you? You couldn't sway me. Oh, wait, you're offering me all this money to do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. I mean... And it's just come, it just literally comes down to money. Coincidentally, it sounds a lot like Shusha, but coincidentally, Russia uh, invested heavily into a diamond mine owned by M Banks somewhere in Africa. Well, and it, a diamond mine yeah. that has never, never found a diamond. And I'm just I'm just saying that people invest money all the time, and it doesn't have to be Shasha. Sometimes it's Russia. Sometimes Russia. Sometimes Shasha. You know. Yeah. And it's, it's pure coincidence as well. Like, who'd have thunk that the Russians would be investing at just the right time for ahead of Brexit? Yeah, and they you know they got close ties business with uh, with with Trump apparently, but then they don't. They definitely don't have ties with Trump. And it's like it's like Shasha's got his fingers in all the pies. Uh, also, I've just realised as well, it's the midterm elections. Yeah. Elections uh, on, on on next week. By the time we do the next episodes, the face of American politics might have changed. May have changed. Not, Depends how much not, investment there is over the next while. I know that the cast but, the <laughs> cast of um, it's always sunny is is wandering around door to door trying to get people to vote. Really? Yeah, we got it's, wow. there's some intense there's some intense tryharding going on with this election. It's like it's important or something. Yeah, like I don't remember midterms being this like fiercely contested. Yeah. But you know past. what, Colin, we don't have to worry about any of this. We have to worry about about people uh, manipulating Brexit to make it happen. It can still go ahead. It's the will of the people, right? It wasn't manipulated at all. Um, because you know what we're getting? We're getting a really nice 50p coin. They're minting a new one just for Brexit. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, you should have told me this before I cast my vote. I would have been like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely need you- a 50p coin. That will, that will make it all better. And... Like somewhat horribly, in one of the least good decisions of all time, the brand, the branding on the coin is friendship with all nations. <laughs> like here we are leaving a group of nations. One, <laughs> we're going to mint a new coin called friendship with all nations. That's definitely right. It's like, when, it's like when you have a breakup and you're just like, you know what? No, we just we're just going to have <laughs> gonna a gonna special friends, friendship. Yeah. We're going to be real close friends. We're just going to be friendship with everybody. Like, <laughs> Britain's going to just stop texting the EU immediately. <laughs> Feel like a token text at Christmas. It's just gonna ghost it. Oh, it's just man. the dumbest, fi- dumbest is- fifty p ever. It looks sharp and horrible. It's got a dumb little friendship of all nations writing on it. Who made this decision yeah, and how is it working? Who needs friends? How has that distracted people from all of the investigating that's going on into the Brexit vote? They're all like, the thing no is- one cares about that because there's a <sighs> stupid little fifty p coin. 
my view is you could do all the investigating and all the criminal criminal acts and investigate people all you want. It's not going to change anything. Yeah, because the people high up in our country also want to destabilize the UK because it's easier for them to make money if they do. I'm sad, James. What a sad world we live in. I've got a cat in the room with me. That's, <laughs> it's kind of keeping me grounded a wee bit. How is Zelda? She's doing all right. She was oh, just good. biting a... You might have heard her earlier. She was biting a cardboard <laughs> box. That might have come through a bit. Oh, man. What a great... Yeah, you're right, actually. You know what? Who cares about Brexit or investigations or about people using money for their own ill-gotten gains when you have cats? You cats. Some of you might have dogs. You got dogs. They're great, too. Animals, animals, like cats. Like, animals are some of the best things in the world. That's true. Some cats are great, you know. You just got to... Especially if they've got, they've got good names. The trick to cats. Zelda's a great name. The trick to cats... And I'm going to reveal this one to the world via a small podcast is to not care about them. If you just don't pay them attention, they'll love you. Really? Yeah. They will behave well. They will They will treat you kindly. They will sometimes try to trip you up a wee bit because they're too excited and like you too much. If you just don't look at them, don't pay them mind, maybe offer them your, your hand to smell every now and then. They will They will just be rolling on the floor for you. That's that's basically how to make me work as well. Like that's that's what makes me tick. <laughs> so no direct eye contact. Sure. Don't try to have a conversation. Just just let him smell your hand. Just ignore me. Uh, just let me smell your hand, and I uh, will roll on the floor and try and trip you up. Okay, <laughs> let's let's end the podcast there. Yeah. Going to say thank you to everybody who's uh, got in touch and Cody in person. Neil McLennan, who I met in Stornoway. Oh, yeah. Hi, Neil. In a coffee shop. And he was like, oh, yeah, I heard that you were leaving on the podcast. I was like, wait, you listen to the podcast? Oh, oh yes, I did not know. Hi, Neil. I did not know that, which is nice, actually. So thank you for listening, people who don't even get in touch. That's very nice of you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, of course, if you do want to get in touch, email, Twitter, Snapchat, do it all at CSOP Parade. And me and James, James and I, we'll see you soon. We'll see, well, you'll, you'll hear us soon-ish. At some point. Yeah. Maybe. Eventually. Goodbye, everybody. Zelda says goodbye to. She doesn't. She doesn't care.